Welcome to Stories Behind the Stars podcast, dedicated to honoring the fallen heroes of World War II. Welcome to the Stories Behind the Stars podcast. Tonight, I have the opportunity to hear from Julie Solberg. Would you take a minute to introduce yourself, Julie, and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you found the project? Yes, I uh, am retired and live in Colorado. And uh, I turned on the evening news one night in October and caught the tail end of a news story on a local news station World War II fallen, and if anyone was interested in volunteering to go to this particular website, uh, I really at that point didn't know what it was about because I missed the first half of the newscast, but went to the website, checked it out, and thought, you know, I've been doing family research and genealogy since the early 1980s, uh, so I thought, you know, I may be able to assist uh, in researching these, and of course, I'm uh, very interested in history, uh, unlike I was when I was in high school, <laughs> but I enjoy it now. I'm very interested in it, so uh, uh, that's what brought me to the project. I just went out and checked and thought it sounded great. So when you first start with a name, what's what are the, some of the first things that you do? Okay. Well, what I, what I work off of uh, to find my names, uh, first off, is I have the uh, Colorado Honor Roll, and which is a listing of all the men and women um, who lost their lives, missing in action, even were wounded. And uh, so I started at the top of this list, uh, and just started. At, I'm started at the A's, and I'm working my way down this list. Uh, and the first thing I do is uh, I go out to uh, Ancestry.com and try to find them at Ancestry.com. Then I move to Find a Grave and I move to Honor States. And Honor States has a, can have a lot of information about their their birth, you know, where they were located, uh, where they entered the service from. Um, And of course, Find a Grave can be a wealth of information also. And then kind of take those two websites, kind of put that information together and then just start researching through Ancestry and looking at census records, uh, any military records, uh, um, yearbooks. You know, if this if the individual graduated from high school, there's a lot of yearbook information on Ancestry and just start building my story from there. And I keep track of the facts and then I begin writing my story on Google Docs and then when my story is complete, then I just copy and paste it over into fold three. It sounds like you got a really good system going there. So as you've been doing stories, what have you learned anything or found anything that's super poignant or stands out to you? Or You know, what I found to be amazing, I guess, is that it's both times, but it is frustrating when there really isn't a lot of info out there about these men. There are occasions where it can sometimes be very hard to find a census record or you find a census record and then you can't, you don't find anything else out about the uh, person, uh, even including uh, military. So um, 
I just found it. And, and again, it's rare. It doesn't happen a lot, but I, I think that's the one thing I learned is that not to let that uh, frustrate me and just find as much info as I can and, and try and build a story about this person and give as much information as I, as I can find. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, this is a digital world, but you know, we're still, that's one of the big goals of this project is to digitize all these things that are just out there, but not, you know, not in one place where we can just have them. Right. So that is kind of a frustrating reality that we're changing hopefully. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. The other thing I found is that, uh, I guess I thought I would find more photos of these men and it's, it's amazing that you don't, there aren't a lot of photographs uh, out there of these, of these men that you can put on their memorial in, in fold three. So, you know, I, I found that to be frustrating, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So uh, do you have a favorite story or favorite stories or, that you've been able uh, in your research that you found? Well, I do have to say, I've been asked that question uh, a couple of times from people, and uh, my answer to that always is, they're all my favorites. Each and every one of them are unique in their own way, uh, You know, whether it be something you find out in their personal life or their military career. Um, so all of them are my favorites. I think the one that stands out for, for me is, is it just that found an extremely interesting and, and uh, fascinating story would be of a, a, a first lieutenant who was a Marine fighter pilot uh, who was shot down over pa Palau uh, and his body and, and nor was his crew ever recovered. And as I was doing research, I couldn't find a lot on this man. This is one of them that kind of stumped me, if you will. Um, I stumbled across a report on the web from an organization uh, that is working with the Department of Defense to find our missing World War II men. And this report was about 14 pages long. Uh, it had a photo of him and a complete write-up on their search and what they have found and that they believe they had found his plane uh, and a possible burial spot uh, for him and his crew. Um, and they found this out after interviewing some villagers in a nearby village who happened to be around at that time. But something just told me, geez, I don't know, this, you know, our, people can be very, and I'm the same way, people can very be, be very quick to say, oh boy, I'm going to put all this in my story. And something just told me, I'd, maybe not, because there was some sensitive information in it. So I wrote to the director of uh, this organization and he sent me an email back and set up a call with me uh, and gave me gave me permission to use this photo and a couple of lines um, of information. But I'm glad I contacted him because I found out that it's an open case yet, and he doesn't know how this report hit the web. But he was going to pull it down, and he asked me to destroy what I because it could uh, jeopardize their continuing research with the Department of Defense. So is it a favorite? But it, it sure stood out. It's So that's one of the things that, you know, if you want to give people advice or guide them in writing these stories, you know, be careful. 
because a lot of people will think, well, if it's on the web, I can just snatch it, take it and put it in my story. But you want to be kind of sensitive to what you're finding. That's that's crazy. That is so cool that you were able to, you know, have the foresight to, to do that and then make contact with this person like that is, you know, and and help him with his project, because that would be devastating for him to lose that funding. Right. Exactly. So have you been able to make contact or make connections with anyone else in your research that you've, that, that you've found helpful? Um, I have contacted a few people I found through Ancestry. And that's the one nice thing about Ancestry is uh, you can sometimes find the family trees out there that are actually set up by a family member. Um, and so I have uh, put out feelers, if you will, to, family members for information. Not all of them contact me back. Uh, I just heard back from one family member because I found a photo of this uh, serviceman that the family put on Ancestry and asked permission to use it uh, on Fold3, which they gave me permission. Uh, and then, of course, they wanted to know how they could read his story, and they were interested to see what the story said. So I haven't heard back from her yet. I'm a little bit nervous, you know, it's just like, because you try to be so respectful and, you know, write it in an accurate and respectful way. So I'm still waiting to hear back from her, whether they approve of the story that I've written. Do you feel like as you, how many stories have you written so far? Uh, to date, I've written 111. Wow. That's amazing. Do you feel like the process has changed you at all? or you, you've become a different person through it? Oh, I do. I, you know, my, my dad served in World War II. He uh, served in the Navy on the USS Converse, and he never spoke of his time uh, in the Navy. And I don't know if it's, I really don't know why he didn't, but if you'd ask him questions, he was very vague. And what I find fascinating about this project is not only writing all these stories, but learning what these men and women went through and some of the horrific uh, things that they saw and went through. And I think that's changed me. That's, that's given me a, a real perspective on how difficult uh, this war was for these people that served. You feel like it's helped you maybe understand your dad at all a little better? I do. I absolutely do. I The list that I'm working on, on the honor roll, uh, Colorado honor roll, is I'm working on the Navy and the Marine Corps first. And so I've worked on a lot of Navy men. And, and yes, it has given me a real good idea of what I think my, my dad probably saw and went through during World War II. One thing that I've, as I've been research, interviewing researchers, the, a lot of things they say is that they're surprised, or not surprised, but um, it makes something that's like an event no longer just, oh, on this day, this happened. It makes it like, on this day, this person did this thing, right? And it makes the, the whole thing so much more personable because you're studying a one individual's actions on a certain day or one individual's actions in this war. And they said, it's just, it's really made the war so much more personable to them. 
Do you feel like you've had that same experience? I do. I absolutely do. And, you know, you can, you can watch the, the movies that they make in Hollywood and, you know, it gives, I, I guess it gives you a good idea of, 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 of some of these battles in World War II. But for me, nothing like researching these men and their lives that they, that they lived and, and some of the horrible things uh, that they went through. It really, it just, it makes it a reality. It's very easy to say, oh, I'm real interested in World War II or any of the wars that went on. Uh, but when you dig deep into the stories of these men and women, it really brings it to light what they went through. So do you have if any advice for someone who's thinking about joining and maybe still on the fence? What I would tell someone that's thinking about doing this is first and foremost, it isn't as difficult uh, as it might sound at first. Uh, I know even though I've done res you know, research for family genealogy, uh, when I first looked at this and started, I, I, I was nervous. I thought, boy, because now I really, it's not like just posting information into a family tree. It's uh, the big thing for me was making sure I was respectful and, and getting accurate information. And it is extremely fulfilling and extremely rewarding. Um, it, it only takes a couple of hours to research a person and write the story. It, sometimes it's longer, depending on how much information you find on an individual. But you, one of the things that I know I've heard Don say several times in his interviews is if you can write an obituary, you can write one of these stories. And it is so true. I ended up when my husband passed away, I had to write the memorial service for the minister. And so I thought, you know what, if you could sit down and do that and kind of put it in some kind of order and succession, you can certainly do this. And, uh, you know, the, the advice I would also give them if they, if they decide to do this is take advantage uh, of all the tools that are available to you. And not only Ancestry and newspapers.com, but, you know, Don's boot camp. I still look back, you know, I might have questions and I still go back to that every once in a while and see, look at links he has out there. Um, and the Stories Behind the Stars Facebook group is a wealth of information because questions are going on all the time. Uh, you know, people are finding information out or you can, you can look at their stories and get an idea of how they're writing a story. Um, the other thing I, I think also for people to keep in mind is everyone is different. Everybody has a different writing style. So don't let that intimidate you. If you're reading someone else's story and you think, oh, they must be a professional author because it, you, everybody's style is different. Just be respectful. But it is one of the most fulfilling and rewarding uh, projects I've worked on. Yeah, a lot of people say it's very addicting. And once you do one, it's you will be addicted. <laughs> yeah, I am addicted. I, you know, my routine, uh, my goal is right now, and of course, with it's wintertime where I'm at and, uh, you know, with the situation going on with COVID, I don't go out much. So, but my routine is I get up in the morning and I make coffee and I start researching and I go till about two o'clock in the afternoon. So it, it is addicting. 
Well, we really appreciate all the hard work that you've done. Uh, do you have any other stories that you want to share with us uh, come to mind? None that really come to mind. It, 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 again, I just reiterate that I, you know, it's, this has been very fulfilling for me and it's amazing how unique each individual story is. I think that's really the beauty of what we're doing, you know, finding that story because sometimes in life as you know, all the chaos is going on in life right now, we kind of feel lost or all these different and we look back and, and we say, wow, that generation was so amazing that all the, they were so great. And they were, but they were people just like us, right? They were individuals just like us. It's true. And I think, you know, that's, you get into a project like this and you, you just begin to realize the number, the thousands of people who lost their life, you know, trying to protect this country and for our freedom. And it just, it, it, it makes me very proud. It makes me very proud to be able to do this. Well, we appreciate your work and thank you for taking your time with me tonight and uh, hope to see more stories from you in the future. Thanks, Tatiana. Thank you for listening. If you're at all interested in volunteering or just want to learn more about our amazing project, please visit us at www.storiesbehindthestars.org.